The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, we told you about it last week. It was an 11 page letter that was sent to City Hall by an anonymous member or members. <clears throat> um, of QP Local 30 detailing concerns about management and the quality of leadership since the Transportation and Streets Department merged with Parks and Rec in 2017. There's still lots of questions about the letter and the union doesn't know who wrote it, but the president of the local says he's heard the concerns numerous times. John Mervin joins us this afternoon. Hi, John. Good afternoon. First off, I guess we should clarify. Do we do we know that the people that wrote that letter are members of QP Local 30? 100% no. However, the, the sentiments explained okay. inside the letter are identical to what I've heard from Local 30 members. So what, what are you hearing and for how long? What are they telling you, John? Well, the members are, are frustrated. They're our members are really, really good at the job that they do, but they're frustrated because they can't do the work that they're good at. So they've restructured the department. They're trying a few different things. They're reprioritizing some of the roads. And, and so the roads aren't getting clean the way that they want them to get clean. Mm. Uh, mm. On top of that, with a reduction in staff in, in a lot of the areas, so by transferring people from one department to another area, to, so from dealing with roadways, snow and ice, to active pathways, which deals with sidewalks, they've got less people to actually be on the equipment clearing the roads. So who exactly um, does does your union represent when we're talking about this? What, what jobs are uh, they doing, John? In this area, our uh, our workers are the the guys who drive the, the graders and the plows. Okay. And uh, the Local 30 is outside workers within the city of Edmonton. We have approximately 3,000 members. Okay, and it, it must be it must be tough to hear this from your members, then take a look at what's maybe happening on the streets and hearing what Edmontonians are saying and trying to figure out a way to fix it. That's true. Uh, however, our members are expressing the same circum- same set of feelings that the citizens are. They're driving the roads the same as everybody else. They're trying to get to work. They've, you know, they've got the same concerns, and they want to be able to do the the job that they know how to do, but they're not able to do it. The writer or writers of the letter said things were much better before the merger of. Um uh, transportation and streets and parks and rec that was back in 2017 um, how did that merger impact the department you had two distinct departments you had parks who dealt with uh, in the summertime with the grass and then the sidewalks etc and then you've got roads which deals with snow and ice and potholes and and taking care of uh, some of the roadway sidewalks so what they did was they combined those two departments together and uh, and then they've moved a few staff in and around there. Um, this has been tried a couple of times in the past and it's never made its way through. Mm. But one of the biggest challenges is they, they brought this together and then they came up with a plan to how they're going to attack the, the snow and ice program. And they implemented it across the board. And this caused a, um, anytime you try something new, you want to try something a little bit small scale, make sure it's going to work. Something's not working. We can pull staff from one area to help out another area. And if you change everything at once, how do you know which portion of that 
what you've implemented is broken and not working. You know, it's interesting, um, since this letter came out, I've, I've talked to a, a couple of city councillors, talked to a couple of different folks uh, uh, about this, and there's been a couple of different ideas uh, floated around about maybe looking at changing the city's uh, snow removal plan. Do you think changes need to be made to the snow removal plan? Do you think that with what we have right now, it is good enough or is it just not being executed properly? I I think that we've had the plan in the past. They came up with a new plan as to how they were going to attack this. In the past, they had, if you had um, snow melt and then like freeze thaw cycles, they had a certain um, product that they would use and a certain tactic they would use. If there was rain on snow, they would use this. Um, they, so they had the plans for the different types of weather that we would have. And now they've sort of reinvented the world wheel. They've decided that, hey, instead of doing it this way, we're going to try it this way. And they're trying for efficiencies with, with the budget the way it is. Uh, but they're reallocating staff and the members aren't being able to do the work that they know mm-hmm. how. They're trying to change how the work is being done in an effort to be efficient. But it's not working. It, it's and they're not listening to the members who do the work to say, hey, you know, putting 100% salt on the road during this time mm. isn't going to work. But they have to do what they're told to do. I mean, because we all have to evolve, right? We all have to evolve. We all have to roll with changes and we all have to, to deal with changes that come our way. But when they aren't working or there's challenges with them, we should be able to say, hey, you know, this is my concern here. And that is what your members are, are, are now doing. Don't believe that they're being heard. So next thing you know, we have this anonymous letter. Um, City Council tell me that they get them often um, from different places, you know, different people. There is a formal whistleblower process through the city. These people or this person didn't follow it. Does that surprise you? Why or why not? Uh, no, it doesn't surprise me. The Taking a look at the staff morale that's happening in the city, they've had the satisfaction surveys over the number of years, and as you probably know, it's, it's been low. There, there's little trust from the membership in, in all areas in sort of the city structure. Now, the whistleblower line can work effectively when you're looking at individual people, et cetera, but when you're looking at a whole department, it's, it's such a huge thing to take a look at, and then the reports come back to the people that either are making the decisions or they weren't listening to the members in the first place. And so it's kind of like reporting the city on the city. And they feel like the, the story isn't making it to the public who are expressing the same concerns that our members are expressing. And it's not going to the councillors who run our city. And they want to make sure that that message is heard. Um, and the other portion of it is besides the whistleblower is is part of that pride in their workmanship is to that they're doing the, the best they can with the instructions that they're given and it's not to the level which they want it to be, which they can do. And, and so they want people to know this as well, that yeah. they are really good at what they do. They're just not being you know, told to do what they do. John, a couple of questions just coming in on, on the text line. Darren wants to know, he says, can you ask uh, John if this is a backlash at all from the pressure of um, stopping the use of calcium chloride? No, I don't think so. 
I think that the stopping the use of calcium chloride has a little bit to do with how they changed their plan, but this does stem from the restructuring that they started okay. in 2017. All right, so the union wants an in-depth examination of this department. What do you want specifically looked at? What needs to be fu- fixed and how optimistic are you that it's going to happen? Well, what needs to be looked at is the program itself, uh, how they, the changes that they made, what evidence they've used to decide that we're, we're no longer going to be following steps X, Y, and Z. We're going to be following steps A, B, and C when A, B, and C has worked in the past. So we want to take a look at what's going on there. I would like to see a, a reduction in in how they are implementing this. So instead of trying it for the entire city of Edmonton, apply it to, say, the Northeast Quadrant. Apply it to somewhere else so they can work out the the plans, the work out the, the hiccups that would yeah. happen inside there. So that then when they roll it out large scale, then the members know that it's going to work. The citizens know it's going to work. And they're going to see a much cleaner, easier to drive on streets. That, that would seem like a no-brainer. <laughs> Right? Me too. Like you, you try something, you test it out in, in, a, in a part of the city and see how it works. You, you, uh, you, you highlight what, it, what, what works well, what doesn't work well, where you need to change it. Should we go with it? Should we scrap it? Uh, and, and then try it elsewhere. Yeah, that just makes sense to me. Prior to 217, that's, that's exactly what they did to build up their, their procedures for how they were going to deal with various types of weather. They, um, listening to some of the reports going to council, um, we're hearing that, oh, the weather pattern's changing and we have to adapt for this, we have to adapt for that. But the reality is we have freeze-thaw cycles, we've got yeah. um, rain-on-snow cycles, and we may have more of one and less of another now, but they still already know how to deal with those. Now, equipment changes and technology changes, and we need to roll that stuff out to be more efficient and better for the environment. But, again, rolling out and doing a wholesale change all at once obviously didn't work. John, uh, before I let you go, um, I heard you comment uh, earlier um, in an interview saying that uh, some of your members don't want to show up for work, that they are very frustrated uh, right now. What do you do um, in, in the interim to address morale? That's a very good question. That's that's a real complex question. The city's been struggling with that for a while now with their engagement surveys and realizing just how how little that the membership and all of the uh, Edmonton employees don't believe in management. And it's slowly coming up. But basically, they just they need to um, listen to the, the members. They need to try what the members are doing. They need to engage the members and not just pull them in at the beginning of a project, say, hey, what works, and then go off and do their own thing, but actually use mm-hmm. them throughout the process and use them to trial things. And that's, that's really what it's going to take is long-term listening to people and having that seem to be happening. You know, it's, 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 it's frustrating because in some offices where you have, you know, difficulties um, with maybe management listening to you or, um, you know, doing things um, in, in a different way or a way that doesn't necessarily work, it might impact 100 people to 200 people. Um, in this case, what you're dealing with and what, what your members are vocalizing impacts um, almost 
uh, a million people, to, to be honest with you. So, it, you know, it, it's a huge scale. There's, there's, there's a lot of eyes watching this, John. So what happens next? That's a good question for the city. Okay. Um, you asked if, if I'm going to be holding my breath, if we're going to see some changes. I'm, I'm hoping so. Uh, I don't know that we'll see the sweeping changes that we think need to be done. Um, the ball is in the city's court. Have you heard from administration? Have you talked with any city councillors? Has there been any conversation going back and forth about what's going on? Yes. Over the last year or so, we've been having conversations with the people in the work area, with the various supervisors, trying to help the, the members bring their concerns forward. But I've also been dealing with the councillors and answering their questions and sharing information with them so that when they're getting reports from the city that they can ask some, them some good, corrections, uh, good questions for them. But uh, we, we try and facilitate that. We try and make sure that our members' voices are heard and... Uh, so that's what we're going to keep trying to do. You know what, John, I, I, I just want you to address this, okay? This text just came in, and it says, the union employees don't like the way management does things, so they turn to the airwaves to put their thoughts out there, so everyone blames the managers. The employees want to control the managers. It's typical union. This is from Regan, who just texted in. What do you say to that? I say that's a, that's a belief that's out there. I don't see that it's being accurate. It's a matter of the people on the front line know how to do the work. Mm-hmm. And the people on the front line that are frustrated that the work isn't being done. Yeah. It's not that it's, it's, it's not actually being done the right way. And you can see that in the product with the complaints from the citizens, the complaints from the counselors. So it's not a matter of trying to control management. It's a matter of trying to, you know, it's their tax dollars as well. Because the majority of my members, they live in the city here. It's their money that's being spent yeah. or misspent, however you want to term it. Well, and so I it's think it's a matter. A... Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it, it's just a matter of using our tax dollars, especially in this financial time, mm-hmm. using our tax dollars to the maximum that we can so we can get the best out of it. Well, and I, th- I think the important long part, time. I think one of the important parts here too, uh, John, is, I mean, we need to remember this was a whistleblower letter that was, you know, that an anonymous letter that, that, uh, that Global News uh, managed to get access to. This wasn't you calling me up this afternoon and saying, hey, uh, I need to come on there because we need to, to you know, to uh, go off uh, about about this uh, and I think that's important to note as well when someone when someone gets to that point um, I think the frustration uh, must be very real you hit it right on the head it is there's a lot of frustration in that area all right you know what John I want to thank you for joining me uh, this afternoon we'll be watching this please keep us updated on any changes uh, any any improvement okay I will do. Thank you very Thank much Thank you for so much. Me. All right, take care. That's John Mervin, who is the president of QP Local uh, 30. I know a lot of you have, have uh, you know, voiced your concerns about um, how the streets have been cleaned this year. Others have said, oh, come on. It's the same. It's the same every year. I mean, it's just, you know, part of, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the environment that we live in here in, in Edmonton. Uh, you know, some days it's some days it's great. Some days it's uh, it's it's uh, it's tricky, isn't it? Some days uh, you're 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 all excited because the 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 plows did come down your street and like woohoo, it's happened. And other days you wait for weeks and go, when is it? Or not wait for weeks, you wait for days uh, before it does. Uh, it's I, I I wouldn't want to number one do that job, and I wouldn't want to try and uh, figure out.
how to tell them to do that job because I think that there is I think the city needs to continue to look and continue to evolve its its snow plow its snow clearing plan and we've heard city councillors talk about that Mike Nickel talked about it not too long ago Aaron Paquette talked about it on the show not too long ago but um, I, I do think, you know, you, you try it out in an area, see if it works and, and then roll it out. I think that is a good idea. We'll see what happens over the coming, um, well, I guess we're almost done this season into, into next year, into next um, the snow clearing season.